it's Emily and Jill. Welcome to the weekly Nia Thrives podcast, where we talk to those living life to the fullest, living with the rare skin disease, epidermolysis bullosa. We hope you weigh in on our Facebook forum where the conversation continues. Let's talk thriving with EB. Hey guys, and welcome back to the Mia Thrives podcast. After we took a little mid-season break, we are so excited um, to be back welcoming a friend all the way from Brussels. Um, So my name's Emily. I'm here with Jill. Hi guys. Our welcoming Kathleen. Thank you so much for um, chatting with us today. Hi everyone. Um, It's nice to get the opportunity to just talk about the stuff that is happening in our lives um, as a parent or a partner of someone with EB. So I really uh, like to share my experience with you. Oh, well, thank you so much for sharing with us. Um, We're excited to hear a bit about your story. So can you maybe um, start by chatting a bit about um, your your partner and what form of EB he has? Yeah. Well, my uh, partner and I, we met on the internet. <laughs> so um, uh, almost uh, 20 years ago now. No, uh, more than 20 years ago already. Wow. Um, and um, he, um, uh, he was... From the start, he was very open to uh, his condition. He has uh, epidermolysis bullosa. Um, at the time, he wasn't really sure what subtype it was, but it uh, presented mild. So he went with the assumption that it was uh, the simplex version. Um, and um, well, in the beginning, it was well. He, as an adult, he didn't really present with a lot of difficulties at the moment. Not at the very first sight. Just when 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 we started dating, and uh, we yeah, most of the time everything was normal. Uh, there were no really not really problems with his skin or something like that, but. Yeah, we noticed that yeah, long walks were sometimes difficult, or like, um, um, yeah, like kissing sometimes became a bit uh, difficult, or, or like like too much kissing was was a bit uh, painful sometimes. So that was something we needed to adapt or um, or practice more. <laughs> so that was. Uh, yeah, that was funny, uh, and then yeah, it was something different. Huh? Um, but um, yeah, I mean, I was yeah, I was so 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 much in love. I mean, it, it was really um, yeah, we really hit it off uh, very very fast. And um, um, and after a year of dating, uh, we started living together. And after two years, we got married, and then we, yeah, started to talk with about having kids. Um, and at first, he wasn't very open to kids because he 
wanted that the EB stopped at yeah after him. He didn't want to um, to to have kids uh, with with EB because he knew what difficulties it might um, bring uh, in in daily life or in growing up. Because as a kid, he remembered that he, he had more pain or more trouble um, or, or sometimes more difficulties making friends. Um, so he wanted to avoid that. Um, so it was not per se that he didn't want um, kids, but just that he didn't want um, this condition uh, for his kids. So, and then I started looking around and I found um, the support group Debra in Belgium. I found their uh, website page. And um, so I started looking a bit more into it because up until then, EB was more like, um, like on the fringes of our relationship and not really um, very present. Okay. Um, but it, yeah, it became more, uh, so I, so I started to look more into it. So like, what, what is this condition? What, what, what has this, uh, what, what are yeah, more, uh, complications or, or, and then, um, I saw that there was a, a doctor, um, that was working with the Deborah, um, association in, in Belgium who did genetic testing. So, and then I, I was like, okay, genetic testing. Well, maybe if we get genetic testing, maybe we can um, uh, do IVF. Maybe we can avoid giving this condition to one of our kids. So we went to this doctor and uh, tried to get genetic testing done. But I'm speaking now from like, um, 18 to 20 years ago mm -hmm. i think 18 years ago something like that so that was not very advanced yet yeah um so they had to send the the samples to philadelphia so yeah it was was really uh weird that it wasn't in europe it's yeah. also they, they took the samples here so 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 my husband had to give uh, a, like a DNA swab or some blood or maybe both um, and then they asked also his parents to to uh, give some blood and a swab um, and then they sent it to Philadelphia a year went by we didn't hear anything so yeah and then then the the I don't know the, the hormones started raging like <laughs> one baby. So I was like, yeah, a bit uh, impatient. Well, all that uh, kissing practice you guys had done. Yeah. <laughs> so um, uh, uh, so I, I made another call to the doctor and he said, look, um, they let us know that they couldn't find they, they couldn't pinpoint the, the gene yet, uh, where, where the problem is located. Um, but they will keep on looking. But we cannot know 
Yeah, we cannot tell you when we will find it. It might be within a year and it might be within five years. Oh, I was like, oh, yeah, it was, was a bit stressful at the time. So I didn't know, yeah, okay, can I wait five years? Yeah, biological clock is ticking. So um, somehow in all of this mess, Steph was convinced that, yeah, we were taking the punch uh, without the genetic results. So we went ahead and like within a month I was pregnant. Uh, everything was going great. Uh, and um, I think when I was seven months pregnant, we uh, got a call from the doctor. Hey, we know on which gene, uh, on which gene the defect is. I said, yeah, okay, that's nice, but look, I'm already seven months pregnant. I'm not going to do uh, a function like a um, like a test now um, because it's high risk. And anyway, I mean, it's not making a difference. I mean, the the, the baby will be there. Um, so I just yeah, we when I was pregnant, I notified the hospital. Look, uh, this might be. Um, there might be EB involved. Um, we need to make sure that everything goes well during the delivery. That yeah, that there might be the, the yeah the pediatrician knows, and so so we had like fortunately I already knew Deborah. I already knew a bit of, of information I could give to the hospital. Uh, and then Sakura was born, um, and she was missing some skin on her feet, and on her her hands had a bit of uh, had some blistering, um, and she was um, my she was uh, she was uh, ten days late, uh, in, in uh, so so at first. The doctors were like, oh, but it's possible it's because she was uh, late, that it's because she was uh, a bit cooped up in the, uh, in, in the womb. And it's, it's not unusual to have this uh, type of uh, injuries with like a normal, like a, an infant without AB. So it's, it's not necessarily AB. But we were like, yeah, well, that's a bit too much of a coincidence. I mean, so we already uh, knew, um, and um, we had her like for a couple of hours in our room. But then she was um, uh, sent off to the NICU to to um, yeah get like uh, extra fluids and and everything. It was a bit of a stressful time, but we knew that things were going to go okay uh, if, if she was treated well, if, if, if they knew what to do. And also Steph's mom was a big support uh, for me in that period because yeah, she went through it all mm -hmm. with her son. Um, and uh, so she, she was a very, very big support. Mm -hmm. 
Um, and um, okay, at home we had some, um, yeah, we had some highs, we had some lows, like with every newborn. Um, but all in all, um, we managed. Uh, also, thanks to the EB community, because I reached out very soon, not only in Belgium, but also internationally. Um, that was my way of coping. Mm -hmm. Like, I need to know as much as I can about this condition so I can help my kid in the best way possible. Um, so I, I've very soon I got to know like um, like yeah all all other moms uh, with with kids with AB other people uh, with with EB um, and it was a big help. It was very uh, a big help to get to get to talk to other people. Um, so it was really really nice. Um, and then after a year or something, we started talking about like, what if we had a second baby? Uh, how would we do this? Um, and we already had the the. Yeah, the 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 pro uh, the pro yeah that we already had the genetic testing done, so we knew now which which gene was defective. Um, so we um, went to the hospital again. We talked with the IVF specialists mm -hmm. because I told Steph, look, I want a second child, but if I, I mean, I'm perfectly fine with having a kid with EB, but we had to think also about financial consequences because, I mean, EB, uh, all the bandages, everything, okay, we have a nice health insurance, but not everything is insured. Um, and I wanted to be able to give my kids everything they need. So, and I knew if there was a second kid with it be that I probably wouldn't be able to keep my job. Mm -hmm. So at the time we were both working. So I told him, look, if, if we have two kids with it be, then I have to be a stay at home mom to just for all, because it's, it's not only the wound care, it's all the administration with, with the, with insurances, with uh, making sure we have enough bandages, so, so everything, everything. So, um, so that's why we decided for the second child to try the IPF solution. So um, it was uh, not easy on my body because you have to take hormones. Um, you have to take hormones to stimulate the eggs, the, that your body makes produces eggs, and at the same time you have to take another hormone to stop ovulating. 
So it's a big cocktail you're mm-hmm. taking. Um, um, and then with the, yeah, it's always a bit of a guess, like which hormones are right for your body. So the first cycle didn't work. Um, we had a lot of eggs, but not very viable. Um, and then the second cycle, they switched the, the hormones. And um, in that cycle, we had lots of uh, good eggs. Well, a bit fewer fewer eggs, but lots of good ones. Um, so in, the, in that second cycle, uh, we had two embryos who were EB free. Okay. One very strong, one a bit lesser. Um, and then when they um, placed, uh, I went for the placement for the embryo. Um, the <laughs> the doctor was very enthusiastic, and she said, "We have two. We will place two. And I was like, "Hold it! <laughs> Hold on a minute. Okay, I already have a kid." why don't we just take one? <laughs> because I was like, well, twins? No, yeah, I'm not ready for twins. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, no, no. Yeah. So and at the time afterwards, when then I got the confirmation that I was pregnant, I was really, really happy <laughs> that I didn't have to wait another couple of weeks to know if it's one or two. Uh, because uh, yeah, I was like really uh, I don't know. So um, uh, so for the second embryo, um, what they did was um, they um, kept it for another day in the lab to see how it developed. Okay. And then if it was good, they would have frozen it, or maybe if I wanted another child. But uh, they told me afterwards that it, it uh, because it was not the very good embryo uh, that, that lasted, uh, so that it was not um, developing well. So, so yeah, so it, it, it didn't, it wasn't frozen. So it was, uh, yeah, discarded. Okay. Or, um, so in a way, I'm also a bit reassured that that was the right choice because if if it wasn't if if yeah if we had placed two and one of them yeah maybe maybe would cause a miscarriage it might have caused both of them to miscarry so Mm -hmm. all in all i think we we made the right choice um and then hinata was born uh eb3 uh, she was the first one in Belgium um, yeah. to, to be uh, yeah, to be checked for this genetic condition. So, so they had to make a test specifically for this genetic condition. So that's also why it took some time, right? Uh, because <clears throat> if, because they 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 already have uh, for every condition that that people apply, um, like like. Um, some yeah some some other genetic conditions if if it's the exact same gene those people don't have to wait so long to get started with their cycle oh, but if okay. it's 
like they if they have to like develop a test um that uh, from for a gene that hasn't been used before for for an ivf cycle they have to make it and yeah they don't have a lot of lab people to do like this um genetic testing kit like to, to make it uh, okay. especially for the gene so we had to yeah i think we had to, to wait yeah more than a year i think so the time we we, we asked we applied for it i think that it was a year before they started okay on, on the testing on making the test and then it was another half year to make the test and then we had to wait before there was room to start the ivf cycle so it was all in all a couple of years that, that you have to wait uh to if, if if you have like a new condition or a new gene that is um but that's um that was 13 years ago so maybe that's a bit faster now uh all in all i i hope so yeah. uh, for all those people um waiting to 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 get uh to have a child through ivf um so um that's really neat though that your family because of your family doing this so now another family coming along after you guys who wanted to test for EB. So their test, so it would take, was it, would it be like half the time then because it's been established now? If they have exact the same genetic, okay. um, yeah, if it's on the exact same gene, then okay. yes. That, so, this stuff is so fascinating to me. It's so complicated, but it's so fascinating. Yeah. Because you know, in EB, there are uh, different uh, genes that are that can be uh, affected. So it's not for everyone the same gene. Right. Um, so it's a bit. So I, I know of another couple in Belgium who has done IVF, and I think they had to have a new test. Okay. Because there, it was a bit different for them. Right. You know, it was on a bit of a different gene, so it's, uh, yeah, so it's not, um, and I, uh, it, it's a bit weird, um, but I remember when I was pregnant with uh, Hinata, with, with the second uh, baby, that I, I really, really, really hoped that uh, she would be very different from Sakura because I didn't want to compare them in like, um, I didn't want to have the feeling like this is Sakura without, this is Sak Sakura without EB mm -hmm. and, and this is what she could be without EB. I didn't want to compare. Because it's it's a bit of um, I mean it's it's a blessing the idea, but it's also a bit of a emotional, uh, yeah, turmoil because in a way it's I'm not saying that the condition is a part of 
your partner or your kids, but it's yeah. In a way, it 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 influences uh, their development and it influences choices they make in their life. And so, for me, it was um, yeah, still a bit difficult to to choose IVF because you know. You want the best for your kid, but you also don't want to tell your other kid or your partner, like, I would have preferred you without, without the condition. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's, um, it's a very difficult topic mm -hmm. and it's a very difficult decision to make. Yeah. Um, but I'm, yeah, all in all, if you look at all the factors, I think it was the right move to me. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's something that each family has to decide for its own. It's not because there is this possibility that it is the only choice mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. totally uh, or it's or it's the only right choice i mean yeah. it's um you have to look at your family and you have to decide what is the right choice for your family yeah i feel yeah. like having a a baby in an eb family is yeah. just kind of a the whole different bag of worms you know like yeah yeah, like anyways, having a baby, there's quite a bit to consider. But then if EB's on the table, it's just a whole other kind of world of possibilities to consider. And I love what you said, like there's no right or wrong answer. And there's so many different factors and it's different for every family. And it's just, it's a lot to think about. It's yes. a lot of different options. IVF is also brutal on your body and is also such a long process like even you know even here nowadays IVF can take years and years so yeah it's it's so much more to consider but I also think it's so amazing to think about what science can do now you know there's so yes. now we have you know just in the last decade we have options that I feel like, you know, my mother couldn't have dreamed about those options 30 years ago. It wasn't even talked about or discovered yet. So it's kind of amazing how far things have gone in not such a long period of time. Yeah. Yes, yes, that's true. And also, if um well because you uh jill said like uh if you want uh because i i did the ivf procedure other families that have the same genetic defect can have kids uh, without uh eb um actually because we did the testing if sakura wants children later she can decide to do IVF and benefit from the testing um, to have an 
EB free kids. Wow. Um, if she wants kids, of course, right. <laughs> because right. I mean, teenagers, <laughs> <laughs> you never know what they will. I mean, it's um, that's a whole other, another bag of words. <laughs> <laughs> Is it ever? <laughs> Is it ever? <laughs> I just find it reassuring to know that there's options. Like yes. it, when yeah. I was a teenager, I just knew that, that that option was there. I think I would have felt like a bit at ease because growing up with EB, I had always wondered if I was going to be a mom, if I could be a mom, what it would be like, if the baby, like it was always something that I just kind of wondered about like not even knowing if I could so I think that it's just nice for teens and people of different ages with EB to kind of hear these stories and even if it's not something in their life right now I think that there's just some you know peace of mind knowing that these options are out there if they would ever need to explore it Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, that's true. And speaking of teenagers, can I ask what life is like now? <laughs> so we heard about when the, when you had two little oh, ones. What's yeah. it like now? With <laughs> wow, um, uh, very interesting <laughs> to say the least. Yeah. Um, well, my hopes were granted. They are very two different kids Mm -hmm. uh, with all the uh, ups and downs that it has. uh, So there's um, uh, regular, uh, there's a squabbling on a regular basis, um, but they're starting to, you know, there's this, 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 there's a time where they're like, it's, it's like they're in each other's hairs every day. And then all of a sudden, there is a slight turn towards the better. Like they 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 start when the the COVID um, isn't too high. Then we allow for sleepovers. Um, so um, so it's um, so. All in all, it's it's okay for her. Um, for Renata, she's more of like a social uh, person, and for her, it has was a bit more difficult. Um, but yeah, um, so yeah, the, the teenager is always a very um, interesting time to parent. Um, it, uh, yeah, bit of also being uh, being taught about LGBTQ and how to use correct pronouns and how mm-hmm. to use uh, yeah, they are very very um, 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 how you call it um, on track of how you should uh, talk to people, what to say, what not to say. So every now and then I'm, I'm getting schooled. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we all have something to learn, don't we? Yeah, and they're, yeah, yeah. they're so much more progressive. I love it. Yeah, yeah, so when they were little, I had to tell them, these are not words we use. So, and now they are telling me, mom, that's not a word we use. <laughs> 
Oh. And does, do you find that EB, I mean, I know it impacts every single day. Um, How does it impact your family every day, if you don't mind sharing? No, that's fine. Um, Well, um, I, in the beginning of our conversation, I told that uh, when I met my husband, he, he's, um, he didn't have a lot of problems with, with his skin. He was fairly self-sufficient. I mean, it, it was the, everything, I mean, like uh, doing chores in the house. It was e- fairly easy for him. For him. Um, now that he's, yeah, almost 50, we see that his skin is becoming a little more sensitive. Um, is is a bit more sensitive to um, infections also. So we notice that he is having a bit more trouble now, mm-hmm. um, and is having more trouble with walking long distances. Uh, and also in summer, he's having more trouble with the heat. Um, so. Two years ago, we had uh, air conditioning placed in the rooms um, to help to help with that. And um, for Sakura, well, the pandemic helped a bit um, in a way. Well, pandemic slash being teenager. Mm-hmm. Um, made um well had us a consequence that she's not moving that much right you know? the teenager being a bit more lazy uh, not being very active more hanging around the house so her she, she doesn't blister that often um okay. But yeah, also during um, more summery seasons, she she will get uh, she will get blisters more often when we travel. Uh, we so she also has a wheelchair to like also to use preventively. Yeah. Um, so if we 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 are big we are big um, science fiction and fantasy fans. So when there is, well, it was. Uh, not not often in the last two years, but when there is like a, a Comic Con convention mm-hmm. or, or like a, like like a fair like this uh, this type of fair, we we like to go. Uh, they also like to cosplay the kids, so we uh, we so we we take we take the wheelchair uh, because yeah she cannot walk the whole day. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, so it's more in EB affects us more in like prevention, right. uh, like um, being prepared. So we we when we go on on trips where, where we need to walk, we take the wheelchair. Uh, when we normally, it's a I tend to forget a bit now and then, but normally when we go somewhere, I always have um, a bandage kit with me. Special bandages only for her, so I know, okay, uh, if 
she falls, if she has a problem, we, we can help her. Um, she also has like a, um, she has a, she also has a kid in, at school. Mm -hmm. So she doesn't have to take it uh, home. And so it, it just stays at school. Um, so it's, yeah, it's it's uh, more like prevention wise, and then yeah, of course when when there's a uh, yeah, I think uh, every every couple of days, see she has a bit of a problem with walking or with uh, using her hands mm -hmm. uh, because she she also likes to draw, but if she draws too much, her her hands. Uh, are painful so it's uh yeah dosage it's like, like balancing all the time for, yeah, balance yeah, yeah like like do a bit of this do a bit of that and and try to balance uh the stuff and and choosing what she wants to suffer for like you know, pick the battle. Battle. yeah yeah pick, yeah yeah it's like because she knows uh, we, we we went to a really fun Halloween um, uh, walk. It was in a park. It's like a, they, they, we have like a really really nice park, a um, couple of uh, towns away. And every time with Halloween, they do like a, a scary uh, evening, uh, when, and then they decorate the whole park. But it's it's. Um, it's not accessible, wheelchair accessible. So it's so she knows she has to walk all the way. But it's with friends. She likes it, so she knows. Okay, we will do this. We know there's a parking sp spot for um, for disabled people, right? Like right at the entrance. Of fortunately, we we got a disabled parking cart because that was a whole struggle to get it, but. We, we got one um so so that's like things that help like we we park real real close by we we do the walk we we, we make sure that yeah, we, we, we have friends joining us so yeah up, up until a certain age i could tell her like uh, do a piggyback right i can just yeah. put her I can carry her a bit, but I mean, she's a bit taller than me right now. <laughs> she's still, she's still uh, very lightweight, but I mean, it's not like I can, I can just carry her. No, <laughs> no, definitely and not. I remember yeah. from when I met you guys in London at the World Congress, you don't just have any wheelchair, you have oh, like a yeah. super cool wheelchair. Can yeah. you tell us a little bit about that and like how you even yeah. found or made such a cool wheelchair? And also yeah. we'll have to put a picture of it if you don't mind. Oh um, yeah. So people can see get you what one. we're talking about. Yeah. Well, um, for starters, I will explain a bit how, how, how things go in Belgium with the administration we we have to when you um when you when you want a wheelchair um and you don't want to pay everything yourself 
um, you have to go uh, through certain um, instances to get um, approved for a wheelchair. So Sakura is uh, approved for a basic wheelchair. Basic wheelchair means like uh, standard wheelchair um, where someone pushes the person in the wheelchair, uh, but it's it's not like um, yeah, it's very very basic. Um, and for us, she had a basic wheelchair for a couple of years, and then we had to change it to change to uh, another. Um, size for and then we were like the basic wheelchair it just was too difficult to push she couldn't um manage very well on her own um but we would never get approved for like an electric wheelchair um and the cost would be too high for us to to carry but what we could do was like um uh upgrade to um, like a um, bit of a sporty wheelchair version, like that was a bit light, lighter, lighter weight, a bit more durable. And then like the wheels are a bit, um, are not straight to the ground, but a bit, a bit wide, like I call it, they are like, um, they are, Positioned in a way that you, it's not easy to flip over, so it's a bit yeah it's it's a bit more for for the user to handle the wheelchair themselves. Um, so so this we we paid a bit extra to to also have like a bit lighter weight um, and and easy foldable and then um, of course we needed nice wheels. Um, uh, my husband, um, he um, is an artist. He he draws uh, comic books, um, and um, a friend of us also uh, draws comic books. Uh, but she has like um, a more like a cutesy version, and she makes like a special twist on Pokemon's. And at the time, she was like really big, big, big Pokemon fan, and. Um, if you know a bit of Pokemons, you know that you start with a certain Pokemon and then there is an evolution and then they evolve in other Pokemons. So there's this one Pokemon that's an Eevee and, uh, and they call it, uh, the, the evolutions of, of Eevee is Eeveelutions and oh. there are a lot of them. So, and so what they did, this uh, artist, we know that does the evolutions uh, that the, the draws the Pokemons and my husband, they like both made their own version of like they start with Eevee and it's like Eevee running uh, around the wheel. But in every every time they picture again the Eevee, it's another evolution. Oh, that's so, so cool. So and, and both wheels have different evolution so they all start with eevee and then all different evolutions so and also when the wheel turns it's like it's like they they, they run with oh that is so can her. you so can you uh send us a picture of that 
Yes, yes, yes. We will, I will yeah, we'll have to close that. Yeah. Yeah. It's so cool. Honestly, I've yeah. never seen anything like it. And it was definitely like a hit at the Congress. And it was like, wow. Well, and it's also a nice icebreaker. You know? Yes. When you walk around somewhere uh, or you you in, in a or in a theme park or just just somewhere on the street, uh, other kids or Pokemon fans. Yeah, they just see and then they're like, "Oh, that's cool!" And so it it helps breaks the ice a bit. So I really like it uh, to, to to also yeah. Um, people sometimes are a bit intimidated by a wheelchair, mm-hmm. um, and somehow this yeah helps yeah start of conversations. Yeah, because they, when they say they have something like, oh, I know someone, something I can talk about with this person, even mm-hmm. if it's just to say, oh, this is cool, and so it's not that like I have to, I I, I want to talk to this person, but how can I start up the conversation? <laughs> <Yeah>. So it's <laughs> that's sometimes difficult in any situation, but yes. like instead of. I like your handbag. It's like, I like your wheels or something. I love that. I love it. I love it. It's very unique. Yeah. 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 Because we, and because we love like, because we are like the geeky community with the science fiction and the fantasy. So it all ties together. So it's, uh, yeah, it's like really fun. Oh, that um, is fun. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. And um, yeah, so we, we all, we always have like, um, people talking to us or chatting about uh, the wheelchair and so yeah but it's it's yeah it helps um, um, because it's like it's it's a necessary necessary evil the wheelchair mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, uh, so it helps being a bit making it a bit more fun yeah totally and on that note um something yeah. that we love to ask everybody on the podcast is what does um thriving with eb mean to you oh um that's a difficult question um i think it's about not letting it you get down i mean not letting it pull you down i think it's it's um finding ways to live your life with it i mean it's it's um like we we discussed three years ago about like fun bandages mm-hmm. i mean it's it's like finding yeah like you stand out anyway so try and make it your own Mm. and and find your own way through it i mean it's if it's if it's like pokemon wheels or it's uh um she's really into um sleeveless um um i call it um like fingerless gloves 
yeah, like finger, yeah, yeah, fingerless gloves, like sleeves without, yeah, fingerless gloves. She's she's she really loves it, like also as a bit of a fashion statement. But with for EB, it's like easy because you can put your bandages underneath, or you can use them to to fix your bandages. Uh, so so it's more like um yeah if if you're going to stand out just do it yeah in the way that that makes you most comfort comfortable and um if they talk you can influence the topic about what they talk about <laughs> like mm -hmm. like I not, not it's the kid really with the EP, but the kid with the nice wheels yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, you're taking so, charge of your your own stuff. Yeah, you're. Yeah, and you're right. Yeah. I love that we used when you said you're going to stand out anyway because it's true. You might as well stand out, and I don't know. I love that stand out yeah. with fun yeah. wheels or a fun bandage or however you feel you want to express yourself. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. um, maybe nudge people in the topic that you feel more comfortable with, like mm -hmm. like if if. For, if you're going to talk to me anyway, let's talk about this. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's a bit about um, how you want to yeah express yourself, or how you want to be talked to, or how you want to be addressed, or, or um, because she Sakura is like an introvert, so it's not easy for her to start conversations or. Um, so if then you can nudge people into a topic that you feel comfortable with, yeah. that yeah. might actually help in any, I mean, that's, that's an advice that can be used. I mean, regardless of having it be, I mean, if you have trouble starting up conversations, yeah, just try to wear something <laughs> that is, your fandom or something that interests you and then <laughs> it's easier just to start conversations <laughs> that's what i'm always the person at a social thing that hope that there is a pet there because i'm yeah. i'm an introvert and i get very awkward socially so i always like as soon as there's a cat or a dog i'm like oh and then i yes. people laugh at me because i'm always on the floor with the animal or trying to but it's my way of like I pick up the animal and then I can talk like it's very strange but it's just yeah it I'm it's yeah, it yep, so I totally get it or yeah something else yeah. to talk about to start the conversation so you don't have to think about how to start the conversation yeah 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 five years ago we we got a cat um and we specifically chose one to um to a breed that that is used to staying indoors mm -hmm. uh, because I was really 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 scared about infections um, mm -hmm. from an outdoor outdoor cat um, scratching her and so I was a bit um, yeah maybe a bit too panicky about it um, but um, we got a really really lovely cat um, and uh, last summer the kids and my husband convinced me to get a second cat so yeah so we're um big cat lovers yeah and one last oh, question there she's like, um, 
Whoa. See, I'm distracted by the cat. See, it's yeah, so, you're it's, not, you're distracted oh, by what the a cutie. Cat. This is, our, this is our, our little one who's already very big. I was going to say, that's not um, so little. Oh, aren't they cute? Oh my gosh, they're gorgeous. Yeah, but they're not very into each other. Because, yeah, <laughs> one is the intruder and the other one, yeah. <laughs> so, but yes, yeah, sometimes. So cute. Yeah. But I get I I uh cats are great topic too. So. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have to we'll also put maybe a picture of the cats. Yes. 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 I will I will add a picture of the cats too. Okay. <laughs> when people are listening to the podcast, they can't see the cute cat that you're showing. Yeah, I know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh so okay. one last question that I would love to ask you because you shared a lot about um, being an EB mom is if you have any advice for other EB moms or um, even just people who might become EB parents or thinking about their journey into starting a family. Oh, I have two advices. One very important advice is People are always going to give you, try to give you advice, sometimes wanted, sometimes unwanted. Um, if it's unwanted, just, if you, if you are um, outspoken enough, you can tell them, otherwise ignore it. Just people will always, try to tell you like, oh yeah, my nephew has eczema and this helped him and no, no, yeah, really, no. <laughs> so, so yeah, so just, just know that this will happen. And it's just people trying to be helpful in a not helpful way. Um, and yeah, um, and the other one is self-care don't forget yourself because it's easy to get lost in um all the care and all the worries um so it's very important to take care of yourself too even if it's just like um like one hour uh, get away with a friend have a cup of coffee or just one hour of a WhatsApp call with a friend if if coffee is even too far-fetched or a half hour in taking a nice bath or whatever works for you, do it. Um, just just make sure you don't lose yourself uh, in in the taking care of because if you don't take care of yourself yeah one of one of the uh, one one day or the other your body will remind you to take care of yourself i mean i had a seven years ago i had a, I had a burnout it was partially work but also partially it was everything it was like i was trying to take on too much uh, for myself and um, so I decided to start uh, 
instead of full time, uh, I will, would work four days a week. And it, it helped a lot in knowing that I have one day, the Friday is my day off. The kids are at school and I can do my grocery shopping on my own. <laughs> just just this, this like simple grocery shopping. Yeah, two years ago, I, I would also try and meet up with a friend's friend for lunch. Mm -hmm. But that has been, oh my God. Yeah, I think last summer I had a lunch again. Oh my God. So, but it's, yeah, but, but. It'll come I, back. It's I coming hope. back, I hope. <laughs> yeah, it's coming back. It's coming back. But also, like, uh, I, I try to, we, we call very often. Um, so, so sometimes uh, I just say to my husband, like, like, okay, you just watch TV. I just go call my friend and we can just talk for hours on the phone. I mean, it's like, but if, if that is helping you, mm -hmm. do it. I mean, just, just do something for yourself too i mean it's 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 you will be a better parent if you take care of yourself too um even i mean we got a cat after the burnout i mean even even just sitting in front sitting on the couch with a cat on your lap watching netflix i mean that's that's I mean, or watching, watching, watching it like a chick flick or, or a series or some guilty pleasure, just do it. Just, just take the time to do it. Don't feel guilty about doing it. it it's just, you, you need it. I mean, if, if you don't do it, you're, I mean, it will come to bite you in the beep. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's very important. Yeah, that's, that's a very piece of advice. Yeah, you know what? That it's just good advice for anybody. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Like not even like I mean maybe especially for EB moms, but for any moms, like I just find that like so relatable too as a new mom with everyone giving you advice about things and you know just kind of learning to kind of shut all of that out and take time for yourself. I I just that really especially i think resonates with me today <laughs> yeah because i because i i remember the first uh months that i was home with sakura after she was born i would be on the internet daily looking up uh eb related stuff and i would become so obsessed with it uh, that I then one one time my mom just just came to my house and she said okay now um, one of my friends had had given birth and she said look I'll take care of Sakura you just go away for an hour mm -hmm. now you have to get out of the house mm -hmm. get out of the house so she was <laughs> like really uh, very. Um, pushy but she was right at the time i was too uh, focused on only um the eb problems and i i needed to have like a bit of a uh, yeah mm -hmm. yeah another uh <laughs> i also I, I just want to, to tell just one one funny story uh to to finish um 
when when um, when I got back to work after my maternity leave, um, I was uh, having lunch with my colleagues at work, and I don't know how it came to be, but all of a sudden I was like, "Oh yeah, I found this great washing product to get blood stains out of clothes." <laughs> The whole table was quiet. <laughs> They're like, why? <laughs> they were just looking at me, and I had this like, uh, I don't know if you know the series Dexter. Yes, I, that's what I thought of but, when you yeah, said that. Yeah, well, of course, that's really handy because <laughs> <laughs> we won't be coming to your house. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was like really. So that, that was really. Uh, that was really. Like, like you know, you have um, be in your family when uh, when you get excited about <laughs> getting blood stains out. Of clothes. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So it's, uh, yeah. oh, that's funny. So funny. That's yeah. like you know, like what's going around on Instagram right now. Like, tell me blank without telling me blank. It's like, yeah. tell me you're an EV mom without telling me you're an EV mom. <laughs> I think of that as a being an, an EB nanny and having me in my life is that in my car, because one of the kids, uh, one of my sons said, do you have a bandaid? I'm like, of course I have a bandaid. And I whip out my kit and I've got like eight different sizes and shapes and things and fabrics. And then I have all my needles and everything. And it, like, I'll even be the people now are just like, oh yeah, she's got one. Cause, and I, I thought of that too. I'm like, tell me, like, we should do a thing about that. That yeah, would be funny. Yeah, tell totally. me you're a EB caregiver, EB mom, EB, you know. And have yeah. like something that, yeah, that's, I thought of that. That's funny. Yeah. So yeah, funny. Yeah. We'll post about that for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A couple of years ago when we were on a holiday with my, uh, my brother-in-law in, in Austria, after a walk, he had a blister and he was like, ah, Kathleen, can you pop my blister? <laughs> so yeah, I had to be his nurse. So it was like, uh, his wife no could not touch it like, like no no Kathleen has to do it <laughs> so, okay. the expert the expert yeah, yeah. well oh. thank you so much for joining us today on the Mia Thrive podcast it was so nice um to hear your story it's a love story and just it was and so, so open and honest and and yeah. like so yeah just so open about everything it's so helpful for people to hear it's amazing yeah, yeah. sorry to interject there emily but <laughs> oh, no worries and yeah we'll definitely like um like share pictures for the listeners oh yes um and i feel like we have so much more to chat about so we'll definitely if you're up for it would love to have you on the podcast again in the future oh i love talking so um just um try to stop me <laughs> awesome well, we'll have to do part two yeah, for sure. And thanks um, for all the listeners who um, tuned in today. Um, uh, stay tuned for more and uh, we'll talk to you again soon. Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Hold you back, hold you back. I couldn't if I tried.